no, I've got it the wrong way around. Neat. Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I am joined by my sisters Helen. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. This week we're continuing our watch of The Wheel of Time Season 2. We forced Helen through Episode 3. Yay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode will contain spoilers through to Season 2, Episode 3 of Prime Video's television adaptation of The Wheel of Time. If you want to hear our coverage of Season 1, you need to go back to the beginning of the podcast, Episode 1 through 4. Uh, amber warnings for book spoilers. Um because we might talk about them. We might make references to some things that have happened in the books. We haven't yet, but, you know, this might be the time that we do. Um, and Caitlin has trouble differentiating between the TV show, the books, and her headcanon. So sometimes she comes out with stuff because she gets confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Caitlin, you're, we're about two-thirds, maybe three-quarters through The Shadow Rising. We're getting there. Yes. Um, yeah. Helen's a never-reader. We're making her watch this. And she loves it. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, and I am fully spoiled, so I've read the whole series and I've watched the whole TV show. Um, love if you love it. You're making yeah, I love it. If you want to hear my um, full coverage, my spoiler, complete spoilers thoughts, um, check out Behind the Timeline podcast from September, October of 2023 because I was a guest on the Dark Friend Social with Lindsay. So it was really fun. That's like all of the like full spoilers through the books, all my thoughts. We talked for a long time. Um, so let's begin with the 20-minute cold open. Yeah, that was long, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and you forget about it and then like the logo and then, comes then the up. title screen came up and I was like, oh, yeah, they haven't had the title screen yet. Yeah, we're like 20 <laughs> minutes in. So this is the accepted test episode. So it's Nynaeve's accepted test. What did and you think of this, Helen? I know why it's called the arches now because they're literal arches. Yeah, they literally go to the <laughs> like, arches. So I sense now. Like. Yeah, because yeah, I think last episode you were like, I have no idea what this accepted test is. Like, we don't know anything about it. I have no opinion like, on it. Arches. It just... That's an interesting name. Oh, like an arch. <laughs> mm. Like an open doorway. Yeah. yeah, one of those things. Yeah. So it's Being very, literal in this sense. It's very ceremonial. So they come into this room and there's these three archers there and they're like, she's there with Leandrin and Shiriam and Liane and they like say all these things, all these rules, like once you begin you must continue and you can say no three times or the third time you say no before you begin, you're put out of the tower and stuff. There's all these, like, rules and ceremonies It's and like a really formal safety debrief before you go on, like, a cool ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're also yeah, like, like, and you might die. Okay. Yeah. And you might die, You'll probably yeah, yeah. die if you do this. Are you sure you want to do this? But, yeah, yeah, you have to do this. Yeah. So, and she's told that the one power won't be available to her in the arches. Um, so she goes through the first one and she's a little girl. It's uh, just kind of she's adorable. She's a teenager, but yeah. <laughs> no, she was dressed in like little girl clothes. Yeah. Like, yes, she's an adult person. She's st- like, but like, you know, when you dr- have a dream and you're dreaming that you're a small person, you're still like I- inhabiting the body 
of your adult self, but like you are a child. It's like That's usually the when they show children, it's very small children. It's like all the yeah, like they use a different like, actor mm. to portray yeah, the child. So there, were, yeah. there was a reflection of her face in the water, and it was yeah. like a, a little child. girl. Yeah, but it's very quick. Um, yeah. and she's wearing her like little girl clothes and stuff, and she's obviously tall. But I think she's yeah. meant to be really young because it's the same story that she told Lan in season one about her parents, mm. how these bandits came and she was locked in the cellar, and they like said this thing in old tongue, and she was only like five or six, like she's quite young, and they're yeah, treating her like she's really young. Yeah. And we have some crimson thorn, so she gets in there, and she's holding crimson thorn. Uh, yeah, and the thing he said, red means dead or something like that. Mm, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a metaphor for um, the red archer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your dad's telling you to avoid it. Better should do that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they get attacked by bandits. I love that her mum comes to their rescue. Dad is yeah. like the gentle healer guy and mum's like the warrior, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. With a dope then, bow. Yeah. He goes, pachung, pachung. And she gets locked in the basement or the cellar and then they, like, kill her parents and then yeah. the way back will come but once. And mm. then Arch appears and she's like, eh. um, and so but she has to leave. Hits. And then she's very upset about it. Yeah. And she's got a stab wound and comes out with a stab wound. Yeah, and she's all dirty. And then they just, like, throw, like, do the ice <laughs> bucket water challenge. over her head and, and you are clean she's now. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> And they're all like ceremony, ceremony. And she's You're like, washed of your sins. And I just like went through this you. trauma. Mm. Yeah. Watered over my head. What the fuck? And like yeah. any questions she asks, they're like, doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> your your fears are your own. Don't burden mm. us with them. Like mm. this is your your stuff. Like keep it. We to don't want to hear about it. Yeah, mm. it's a bit, bit heartless. But she goes through yeah. the second arch and she's back at the two rivers. In her, like, wisdom outfit. Yeah. Any thoughts, Helen? Not really. <laughs> like, oh, there's plague happening. No, no. There's all these characters that I don't remember who they are. <laughs> like... So in the it's bed. It's Daddy Special Boy. In yeah, the it's bed... like, it's towards the end it was like, oh, that's Rand's dad. Because yeah, he said Rand's Rand. dad, Tam. <laughs> yeah. And um, Natty Cawthon's um, is Matt's mum. Oh. I mean, she's the one that was calling him a prick, a damn prick. And she's, like, drunk and she's really messy. Um mm. Yeah, so Tam says some really cutting things to Nynaeve. So she's there and she's, so she tries to heal him and can't. Um, and Natty's all like, I'm the one who stayed. So all that like guilt of like you left your position. These people were looking, mm-hmm. were like looking to you to look after them and you just like abandoned them. And then Tam's like, How's Rand? And I'm like, Thank you for looking after him. And Nynaeve's <laughs> like, uh, He's fucking dead because she thinks he's dead. Yeah. So she's like, Oh. So sad. Yeah, she's poor like, Nynaeve. And she can't help him and she's like, uh, <laughs> she wants to stay with him because he asked just to stay with me until the yeah. end. But then the arch appears and it's like, ah. Oh. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to get such a good help. actress too because you can see the entire thing play out in her like face. Like mm, the yeah. whole, I can stay here. I can't do anything for him. But like he asked me to be here and that's my nice. responsibility. Mm. But I have to go. And I have to go and there (laughs) I can send help. So she comes out of the arches going, all right, guys, we have to go to the two rivers as a plague. We'll go help them. These And they're all like, ceremony, ceremony. Stop sharing your fears. (laughs) She's like, "Ah." (laughs) eh. Heartless eyes to die. And gets water chucked on her again. Yeah. 
Yeah, poor thing. She's and even less impressed the second time. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third one's a really weird one. She goes in yeah. and, and all this like weird stuff happens. What did it's you think dis- of that, Helen? It was this weird disorientating, oh, she's in the red thing, but what the heck's happening? Like, <laughs> mm. And then she's, when, like, she's just out. It's like, what? <laughs> when did you realise that she wasn't out of the arches? Uh, when she was talking to Lan. Yeah, when so when Lan, came, when Lan came, oh, when the arch appeared? Yeah, so she talked to Lan and the arch appeared. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> See, I um, when Lan came galloping up and there's that, like, slow motion shot of him, like, on his black horse, like a knight in shining armour coming to her rescue, I was like, oh, this is fake. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's going to meet Lan on the way to the thing and they're going to have talks about thing, and they're going to both go on an adventure to go after Moraine or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But then Helen, they weren't doing Helen that and I was the like, right read. She has the exact right read on this because that's what the book would have done. <laughs> if if yeah. the book was trying to do a, do a oh, I'm going to swap and change shit around, that's what the book would have written. And mm-hmm, yeah. I was so disgusted with the show, but I was like, this tracks because this is exactly how this scene would have gone if um, she thought she'd like, he died in her like final test and like done a bail on the tower. Like he would have turned mm-hmm. up from nowhere because that's how. And he was on his way to the tower, so it yeah. made yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like it, 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 it's a lot of hand waving that happens in the book. And I was like, this matches. Yeah, and kudos to the people who wrote the show script because I was right up until I heard the the like oh the way back comes one again I was like oh they've ruined it and then I was like <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah um, it's a bit, it's a bit too it is they it got is, me with the shitty knot twist twist <laughs> yeah it is a little bit um, different from the book so in the book she has three three tests mm-hmm. and they kind of um they kind of do the same thing like they're supposed to be past present and future and so in the first one she just encounters um one of the forsaken actually that they met earlier that had didn't happen in the show and she has mm-hmm. to just like kind of beat him so it's like past but it's only like immediate past um and in the present one she does go back to the two rivers and like there's stuff going on and she's trying to like take charge again and then has to leave. And then in the third one, she is, she's queen of Malkia. So she's like with Lan and they have children. So all of that history has kind of already happened and she just needs to remember it. And she just comes out of the arches like after that. So it doesn't have the whole, like her choosing to stay. She does bring the arch back again. So she does channel when she's not supposed to be able to and like brings it back to to leave and stuff but it's less traumatic um Mm. in the book so in the show and I had this reaction as she came out of the arches you know she's holding Lan's Hidori the like head thing and she's like oh no and then the Aes Sedai are even colder like Liane is a real bitch they're like she's like yeah it's really really weird and then the there's things that Nynaeve says that's like that doesn't track. Like, what are they doing? Where are they yeah, going with is, this? this? It was very much like this is gonna monologue. like because there's lots of changes that have happened in the show where you're kind of like, oh, that's different. But I can see how it's just a different way of doing a similar thing, and that and they can go on this track. Whereas her coming out and like telling the the tower that she's done with them and leaving was like 
that how are they gonna that they're like upsetting a lot of things there's a lot of things that like don't work um yeah so when it was a fake out it was like oh good and you straight away were like no this is wrong whereas i i'm not that far into the future of the book so i'm like this Mm. tracks with the nonsense but also it does also make sense like if she's coming to doing a dream within a dream situation Mm. where everyone is like 20 percent bitchier which is how she experiences the tower. Everyone is way bitchier. Yeah. And all of her internal monologue is, fuck this noise, fuck this, fuck this. Oh, why yeah. am I still Hate here? Hate today, yeah. Yeah, And then so when she goes home <laughs> to the Two Rivers, it's like her kind of ideal life. Yeah, everything's perfect. There's yeah. very Matt's little trauma. Matt's well. Matt's there and he looks so good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, White horse I'm so pleased that, like, that was included because she clearly cares for her children. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, is worried about Matt, but she's not willing to, like, verbalize that to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that, she um, and because she thinks he's dead. Yeah, yeah exactly. And um, yeah. Egwene's successful. She's a successful she's an green Aja, yeah. Yeah. And all that, like, it's all going well for everyone. And then she's got this beautiful daughter who she named after her mother. Huh. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Name. I don't know anyone's name. Which is heartbreaking <laughs> because then the terrible thing happens just like when she was a child and yeah. she has to leave so her baby behind. It's like behind. the cycle continues. <laughs> so they get attacked and she gets mm. she puts the kid in the cellar just like what happened to her and then like the kid basically loses everyone. And um, But then Nynaeve does her her explode thing. Yeah, mm. she was able to channel. I was like, well, she's not supposed to be able to. Yeah, but mm. she's magic, Helen. And she's super yeah. magic girl. Yeah, yeah, she's the most powerful channel that I've seen in a thousand years. Dun, dun, dun. So they keep saying. So, yeah, she's special, so she gets to do extra special stuff. Mm. Um, but her splode isn't the healing one. It's just the make all the um, threats vanish, so make make the Trollocs vanish. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then Lan still dies. And then the most heartbreaking thing of her, the way back will come back once she realises, oh, she's still in the arches. And then she tries to bring her daughter through with her. Yeah, so sad. I'm like, as she's doing it, it's like, oh, she's going to have this moment of i got to stay and protect my daughter. And then she picks that. It's like, oh, she's going to try and take, oh, yeah. but it's not going to work. It's either going to, like, rebound off or she'll, like, walk through the other side and girl wasn't there and she wasn't yeah. and it was so sad it's very devastating and her arms are like still in the position of holding this and child the way she just like the devastation on her face mm. you know it's like oh no your baby's not there gets me every time the like wail of grief yeah. and it's just oh the poor thing because she's lived that life mm. she's there like kids that like, kids what like seven yeah. I want to say seven. I don't know. Somewhere between five and seven. Yeah. Single digits. <laughs> Not yet yeah. ten. Um, probably older than five. Um, but old enough that they're fairly independent and, like, you're mm. proud of every new milestone that they, like, pass in their independence. Like, you're mm. just like, heck yeah. Yeah, and then she's just kind of been thrown back to, like, the moment that she left, um, mm. which is tough. And I think part of what the show is doing, what, like I, I quite like this version of the accepted test because in the books it's very much like they have this trauma and they keep saying it in the show. It's like the the biggest thing, the biggest challenge that the women have to undertake to become an Aes Sedai and they go through this trauma and um, they're upset. Like we also we do later also see Egwene go through and Elaine goes through but we don't see hers. Um, but they they have this trauma and they're like need to deal with it. But they're kind of encouraged just to 
deal with it on their own without sharing. And then it's kind of never spoken about again. But Mm -hmm. I think in the show it's a little bit more like this is a real thing and they need to kind of work through their trauma and I think that that is going to be something that they work through and um, develops into their character as they go on, um, which I'm excited to see when they do in the future. But also like what I can remember of what you've told me of all like the characters' development and stuff, like Nynaeve isn't going to be able to explain why it was so devastating Mm. to live an entire life in the arches and not be able to bring that child through to anyone. Like no one else she can talk to will have had that experience Mm. at all. Um, Rafe, the showrunner, has mentioned that when they were writing it, they were treating that storyline as like like a miscarriage, like a woman experiencing a miscarriage. Um, And I think that Mm. is quite, it's an interesting way of looking at it and it's very, like I think they've they've been quite delicate about it. Like I think they've sort of given her space. It's the exact way. Like Mm. as soon as there is an expectation of a child, like you've got that positive test and you start thinking through Mm. What you're going to do, how you're going to, it's a real person. And all of that potential love and life that you get to live together. And it's not necessarily real to the people around you. No, because they don't, they don't know about the, the, the child that has been in your mind. They, Mm. they only know like, oh, there will be a child eventually. So they're not, that's not, but it's like going, oh, Christmas will happen eventually. Mm. And there will be a new Christmas next year. So, mm. like, this year might suck, but, you know, next year hopefully will be better. No, that's a whole person that's now yeah. not potentially existing. That's yeah, terrifying. different to, like, the loss of, a, a, like, an actual child, like an actual child, a child that has been born and mm. grown up and other people get to know as, like, a real person and then if that child is lost, you've got kind of a yeah. whole community of people who knew that child. It's, yeah. like, it's like having a physical thing you can touch. Yeah. And yeah. another one. Yeah, so we've got we we get to look forward to to that more in the season, I guess. Of Nynaeve having to work through that trauma. So lucky Nynaeve. Mm. <laughs> Poor baby. Mm. Poor Nynaeve. Um anything else to say about Nynaeve and the accepted test before we move like on when to Egwene? Came out the first time and all blood on her dress and how angry she was like, What did I do? And they're like, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, but it does matter. Yeah. yeah like, it does. Is it real? It's Tell me experience. if it's real. Yeah. And the blood on her dress. Is it the same when she came out the second time? Those the blood or the skirt? The second, the second time, time she was just dirty. Yeah, she was she just had the same blood as the last time. So she had a yeah. little bit of blood on the top of her shift from where she got stabbed in the first one and she was quite mm. dirty because the second time she went in she wasn't stabbed or anything yeah. or doing running in the bushes or anything. So she came out looking the same as when she went in to the that second meant, arch. That meant the last couple of The months. last one um when she came out the first time for not real, the not real time, yeah, she was like she- covered in blood. Um, but when she came out the third time for real, um, she just had handprints. No, there was blood so on her skirt, and that's what I that sort of down her thigh. So it was very deliberately no mm. blood in like the center, um, but like way too much blood and gore on mm. like her thighs and falling down past her knees. Yeah, yeah. for it to be her. like a not 
terrible thing, but like it's like she's like knelt down beside someone who's which she did. She very knelt down bloody, and she's like lamb. Yeah, and like yeah. and she's put her she's wiped her hands on her yeah. thighs and tried mm-hmm. to like clear whatever it is. Yeah, and she had um, blood on her hands and stuff. Yeah, yeah so she had a lot more blood, and I think it was to do with her experiences just before she left. Yeah, dramatic. But, yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking that when she does eventually get to see Lan again and he does his, I'm dark and broody and I don't speak but I have a soul of a poet, mm-hmm. she might eventually be like, yeah, so I did this thing and in that world we had a child and he would immediately go, oh, that's devastating because he's got a soul of a poet and he understands things. Yeah. Um, yeah. He'd support really well. And then well. just but sit there quietly. That is a difficult thing as well because when, like, like I've not experienced this but I've heard that, like, when when a woman experiences a miscarriage or, like, the loss of a child, that can impact the relationship with the partner as yeah, well. Yeah. Like they have to kind of work through that and work through their relationship again. Because the type of grief is different. Mm. And they were going to might be parents and, like, yeah. move on to that different role and then they're not anymore and... And then everyone, re- like, deals with their grief differently. So often that the, there's, like, relationship issues that need to be worked through as well. Mm-hmm. So that is interesting. I wonder what might happen when Nynaeve sees Lan again. She'll probably punch him first and then be like, how dare you leave if, and then hug him. Revenge. <laughs> I think she'll carry it out for, like, at least a little bit. <laughs> Unless he's hurt, and then she'd be like, "I'm punching you on your good shoulder because I'm mad, but I'm going to fix your bad shoulder because that's what I do." But we're yeah. going to talk about this later. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I think before we talk about Egwene and other stuff going on in the tower, I think we just might have a short break. We'll be back soon. <laughs> And we are back. So uh, speaking of grief, Egwene does a big grieve. Mm. So Shiriam's a little bit heartless. So she like bangs on. She's hungover. So she's having a really bad day. So she wakes up. She's hungover from the alcohol, the bootleg alcohol that Elaine made. Mm. Um, <laughs> she walks to Nynaeve's door and she's like, Nai, where are you? And then walks in and Shiriam's like, oh, um, yeah. Your friend's Whoops. dead. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to find out like this. Because yeah, she's, she's like dead. packing her shit up. <laughs> yeah. She shouldn't even wait. But, yeah. They're like, she's gone. That's it. Mm. Um, and, oh, we didn't talk about Leandrin's reaction. So Leandrin gets really heckin' angry and smashes the pot. It's like, Argh. Uh, yeah, because yeah. they sassed her. They were like, mm, you said she was ready. And she's like, she was, though. <laughs> yeah. she's like, Big Argh. feelings from Leandrin. Um, and like puts paid to more of the, like the tower is very bitchy and you yeah. can't have friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's just lost a friend. Um, yeah. And, and so poor Egwene. So Shiriam, but the other thing that Shiriam says is, uh, like, I'm telling you this bluntly because I respect you, like out of respect for you. And it's like probably mm. the first time that Egwene's actually not been under Nynaeve's shadow and been told outright, like, we respect you. As a person, a whole, a whole person, which is really even more devastating because it's kind of what Egwene wanted. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, now they're like paying attention to me because now I'm the most powerful channeler because Nynaeve's gone. But she didn't mm-hmm. want to, like, we just didn't want Nynaeve to die. 
Yeah. I didn't read it that way because I feel like Sherian talked to Nynaeve and Egwene at the same time usually. Like it was always the two Rivers girls together and she would be blunt to them together and then Nynaeve would react because that's how she does things. We've never so, seen Sherian talk to both of them. Yeah. but yeah. Like, We've seen Sherian talk about them. Yeah. But whenever but that, whenever she's talked to she Egwene, she asks about Nynaeve. She Egwene offhand and then it's Nynaeve though. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, yeah, Egwene's there, but oh, mostly Nynaeve. But whenever yeah, like, nine, nine, whenever Anaesthetis talk to Egwene, it's always about Nynaeve to ask yeah. about Nynaeve. Yeah, but, like, I have had friendships where, like, at school where it was always me and someone. So... Mm. When the teacher spoke to me, it was about my friend. Like, mm-hmm. where is my friend? Have they done the thing? Whatever. When they spoke to my friend, it was about me. When they spoke to us together, it was us, like, we were being spoken to together. So mm-hmm. we don't necessarily see both sides of it. We only yeah. see the side that we see. And Egwene is very, like, internally focused. So yeah. I do I do understand your read, but I think it is more likely that they've been giving them the same amount of like blunt respect the entire time because they're very standoffish. They're very unemotional. Mm-hmm. And when that sort of discussion was happening with Nynaeve in the room, Egwene would read it as they're talking to Nynaeve, not me, mm. and like compound her internal narrative that's yeah. not quite right. And when Nynaeve's not there, they're asking about Nynaeve and she's like, I'm not important. It's all about Nynaeve. Which is what she was saying to Elaine last mm. episode, and that yeah, and it's fair enough to not feel inadequate, but like there's layers to human interaction. It's not always like yeah. oh, I only respect you now because now you're the first place person. Mm. It's more likely that she's always been spoken to like this, but she's reading it more com like deeper because now there yeah. is no other buffer for her to redirect it towards. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to that's what I was yeah. trying to say that like yeah. she that's how she feels. So now Shiriam's mm. like talking to her and not like she's not overshadowed anymore. So but then that's that extra layer of guilt. Yeah, exactly. That she needs to kind of work through and she like she's heckin' upset. Yes. Yeah. So very mad. upset. Very my one friend that's here because I'm too upset. <laughs> yeah. And I don't yeah. want to hear anything. I just want to be And sad. Elaine is Elaine is so good. Yeah. Yeah, she's trying so hard. She's like I don't know this person, but I know you and you love this person. Mm. And I'm trying to tell you that I'm here to listen to you and acknowledge this person and like she's not ready for that she's in that first stage of grief she just found out yeah <laughs> and Elaine Elaine has the um she has the knowledge like she knows the context so the whole the the, the archers shut down with Nynaeve inside and Elaine knows mm. immediately that's it that's the end no yeah, one's ever come out. So mm-hmm. she she has a grasp on the situation as Shiriam is sharing the news with Egwene in her really blunt way. So Elaine's kind of there and up to speed for her, like immediately, even when mm-hmm. Egwene doesn't want that immediately. But then she's there later when she's trying to, like, power into the arches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a good friend. Yeah. She's, she's an excellent like, friend. Yeah, like she talks to her and she's like, like I don't know. Like, I've never experienced this and I never knew Nynaeve. Like, she says all the right things. And then she's like, I'll get some blankets for us to stay down here, Mm. which is so supportive. Like, she's trying to be like, it's not going to work, but I'm like, we'll stay here until you're ready. Yeah. Yeah, she's so good at leveling. Yeah. Yeah. 
just an excellent princess. Um, that's all we get about Egwene, isn't it? We just have her being really sad and then being really happy when uh, she goes to confront Leandrin. Oh and yeah, it's all angry. <laughs> yeah. So, so Leandrin's really upset that Nynaeve didn't come out of the arches. That wasn't her plan at all. Um, and she returns the ring to the flame, the ring that was going to be Nynaeve's, puts it on the flame, and then has this confrontation with Egwene, and Egwene's all like, nah, 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 nah. and Leandrin's like, Leandrin, like, to her credit, so Egwene comes in being like, you wanted to kill her, you murderous bitch, and Leandrin's like, like, first of all, I'm an Aes Sedai, and you need to, like, treat me with more respect, but I understand you're grieving, so I'm just going to leave. <laughs> and then, like, Egwene does the, like, channels without her hands to make fire in the doorway, and Leandrin's like, oh, my God, you idiot. <laughs> you little baby. Like, yes, that looks good, but you do realise I know how to do that too and better. Yeah, so, you're just throwing a tantrum right now. Yeah. And I'm and I'm I'm restraining myself because I can smack you down real hard. But and I'm not it's, gonna. <laughs> she's a little bit like, fine, let me be your bad guy. Like Yeah. Like I I'm your bad guy. Fine. Blame me. I don't care what you think. Like, if you need me to be your bad guy, then fine like a little mm-hmm. bit like that yeah and then like, I do get the sense that um jawline is very quickly able to recognize this person is never going to to ever believe I am doing something altruistically mm. like and so she knows off the bat Egwene will never expect um jawline to be doing a good thing yeah And so she'll always be suspicious of her. So there's nothing that she can do. All she can do to help in this moment is to accept that she's being cast as the bad guy. Mm. And then leave, which she does. Mm. Yeah. Um, But first she does the whole, I'm an Aes Sedai and you know we can't lie. So here's me dropping some truth bombs. (laughs) Listen to them. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, and I am actually more powerful than you. Like just Mm. let me give you a dose of reality. Yeah. So she doesn't go and do it to someone else who might not mm. be as understanding as excellent jawline is. Yeah, and then she goes and looms loomily in Matt's mm-hmm. cell room. While he's asleep. <laughs> yeah. She's just standing there looming and he wakes up and goes, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and he makes a quip. And immediately and sasses. Just, yeah, <laughs> he's so sassy. He's great. And she's like, I don't give a shit. Fuck you. I'm blaming you now. Mm. Like someone else has to take the blame. And I'm letting you go. Get out of my sight, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go, yeah. go, go. Be with go- Egwene because she's grieving. Uh. Yeah, she needs a friend. Um, it's your fault that I wasn't there to help Nynaeve. She would have made it out of the arches if you weren't. I don't know here, being a dick. <laughs> Somehow, you dick. Some- <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I just spent uh, more time with her before she went in, maybe it would have been different sort of vibe. Yeah, and um. Yeah, she leaves and then Matt obviously goes wandering through the tower and finds Egwene but then can't bring himself to, like... She's just sitting on the bench outside crying. Having a cry. hovers yeah. in the doorway and then can't... He walks away. <laughs> yeah, and the Andron gives him, like, rants at him about how worthless he is as well and, like, yeah. all like... It's your own that, fault you're here, not anyone else's. Rah, rah, yeah, rah. And, it, and it hits home for him. Like, he yeah. really... He kind of believes that and all of the sassing seems to be just... Defense. Him with his mask on, just pretending, like, whatever, yeah. I don't care. Mm. But, like, he's really having a tough time thinking good of himself. Yeah. 
Leandra totally is like trauma sees trauma. So she's like, I know exactly what you're what your is going on inside your head. Like I know how you're dealing with this how stuff. Cut and deep. I am going to cut really deep before I let you go because I know how to you hit need you to where go. it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the same place where she hurts, mm-hmm. sort of thing. And so she does that and lets him go help Egwene, which shows that at the same time as her being a total jerk and ruining everything for Matt she's still being very very caring and kind like in the way that she can um and yeah he's a bit messed up because he's still got all the the sad darkness inside of him yeah and he, he abandoned his friends he believes he abandoned yeah. his friends and that's what she's been reinforcing that too by reading him the letters mm. and leaving out the bits about him he's like oh yeah she's absolutely like, yeah so that he's got five months of like that um and then um he comes back and like I wonder if he was just gonna leave Min there. Yeah, I was like, like the first thought was that he'd open it up and let Min out, but he, no, didn't. he goes No, because he's an impulsive oh. little shit. He would have been like, Okay, cool, bye, and like zoomed out and been wandering around yeah. and then the tower like, before he like to go. Yeah, yeah, but like he then- saw Egwene and went, I can't go home because internal sadness reasons. And then he goes, Oh yeah, Min. Yeah, and off he goes her. back to the, to the, yeah, yeah, and it's not like she makes oh, me feel yeah. better. No, no, I think she's my more... friend who makes me feel better to be around because she's or my we can pretend... not connected to anything else. Yeah, and we can just <laughs> pretend everything's fine. We can yeah. just like mm-hmm. we can just be sassy together because they're yeah. not like they don't get really deep. They they should be sassy and deep, but like I genuinely think him going come in here, look, and sitting down was him expecting her to leave. So mm. he's done the right thing, let her free, and he's just going to sit down there and have a little sulk. Not, I want this person to come make me feel better. Yeah. Mm. Um, but so she encourages him. He's like, whatever, we'll just we'll leave and then we'll figure it out later. And he's like, oh, okay. And so he just follows her like a lost puppy. Mm. Yeah, um, and then it puppy. turns out that Min's actually working for Leandrin and they want him to leave and they're going somewhere. Yeah. yeah. What did you think about that, Helen? We were like, oh, my gosh. It's like I feel like Min's kind of that same. She plays all sides because she's on, on her on her own. Like she has to survive, and this is how she's survived all these mm. years. Mm. So she's playing all the sides. She just wants to be left alone. She doesn't seem happy about it though. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like Leander, and she's like, "I'm doing this so I can get out of here. That's mm. why I'm doing this." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Min's got some mm. stuff <laughs> to deal with too. Yeah, and I think that's pretty much all of kind of the White Tower, Tarvalon. Nothing else happens there, I don't think. Mm. Anything else about the tower? Egwene, Matt, Min? Egwene, when she wakes up and um, Nynaeve comes out and it's like, Mm. oh, my God, you're alive. Yeah, so Egwene ends up happy. And and it's a kind of a, I've got you, I've got you, it's okay. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. She's got such temporary trauma. Yeah. (laughs) All the other characters are going through like some really hard shit. Like, Gwen's like, oh, my heart, my life is so hard I'm for like a day. Special girl. I like feel a- like it's better for Nynaeve to have come out to her friend instead of those three. Nothing. Oh, yet. absolutely. Not- for Nynaeve, she needed to yeah. be caught by Gwen. Absolutely. But like, mm-hmm. special girl. 
Yeah, she had a day yeah, of being yeah, very, very yeah. sad and dramatic. She's very yeah. quite dramatic and big about it all. And then, yeah. You know that there was a point where she was looking out a window going. Yeah. <laughs> <Being> <laughs> dramatic music in the back. There's many, and then there's many turning away dramatically from anyone who asked what was wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sad violence. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's talk about Perrin. Oh, so we see the Sean Chan. Dun, dun, dun. Sean yeah. Chan. So it picks up where they left off, where um, the big pyramid palanquin came in with the like people dressed up all fancy, mm-hmm. um, and there and the lady in who's sitting down, who's got like the big helmety hat thing on. Um, just flicks her nails around and her <laughs> voice talks for her so that that yeah. lady is her voice yeah. and she's and she tells the um the gathered villagers that they have forgotten their robes and now these people the Sean Chan are returning to claim their lands and stuff and everyone needs to swear re-swear the oaths again which mm-hmm. is for, for totals believable heck yeah Mm. What do you think about the little the little girl in grey, Helen, who walked around with the thing in her mouth? No, the... she little girl. <laughs> really, she's so tiny compared to everyone else. She's, she's skinny. Little petite. And... Yeah, yeah so maybe it's, Helen it's, resonates with the little slave, girl. So like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're about the same size. Yeah, <laughs> same stature. Sorry. Anyway, you were saying things and we got distracted. Yeah, I mean, she's obviously a slave and she's going around pointing out all the others that can probably have potential to channel. Mm. And yeah, it's like, oh. And they get taken away, yeah. Mm. yeah. She's, little, she's kind of sad-eyed but kind of dull. Yeah, it's like, yeah, she's been a slave most of her life. She's given mm. up. <laughs> she yeah. can't do nothing to fight back. Yeah, and she's got the the woman who walks behind her with, like, the mm. blue on her face and stuff and, like, yeah. who yell- who's, gives the commands and things. yeah. Yeah, and a couple of soldiers as well. Yeah, so they're pulling out girls, young women, um, mm. and then Uno's like, I have a knife. Yeah, and this one person looks directly at him, like, oh, and Perrin makes eye contact. It's like, this lady's clearly important somehow. She's a character that probably gets a name, maybe. Is that the soldier Yeah, who's like, this man will swear? Yeah, probably. I was looking, I was like, okay, she made eye contact with Perrin. Is she going to be a named character that comes back? <laughs> mm. It just looks like that she kind of saw that Uno was going to make trouble. Yeah. And would be the example to set for the rest of them. And he was an example. And he was an example. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I you thought, like, my favourite but- sweary boy. Yeah. It's like, for a minute, I was like, oh, he's going to try and knife them all. And, all and he that. did. He like he got his knife out and tried, and then was like, ah, had it taken away, was outnumbered, and he's like, so he struts up to the murder spike and is like, spit in your face, I'm and, not yeah. doing nothing for me. Straight up get, murdered. Oh, murdered gee, that the murder creep, creeps me out. Like you swear or we'll swear for you, and then they kill him, and then yeah. do the do the swear for him, and it's like, huh, that is <laughs> awful. They carried out their threats, and the, <laughs> and then everyone's like. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. we swear. And Ingtar says to Perrin because Perrin's like, "What? No!" And Ingtar's like, "Our pride's not worth our lives." Yeah, 
Yeah, parents what, do. Dude, parents parents come on, stop being yeah. stupid. Look what just happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can work something out later. We need to live to be able to tell the tale, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so what do you think of the Sean Chan, Helen? Um, they're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like them. Like, they're really good bad guys. Yeah. Mm. Excellent yeah. bad guys. Yeah. And they're, uh, talk about drama. That was the biggest oh, dramatic so entrance ever. So yeah. strong. <laughs> With a like, giant Oh, and all their epic speech and then it's like, yeah. Yeah, and the nails flicking. It's very ominous. And um, mm. Ashamiel's with them, so he's just kind of there. Yeah. So do you think the Sean Chan are like all dark friends? Probably, I don't know. They either think they can profit off these dark friends and use them and then they're going to get eaten afterwards or something. Or something like that. Yes, interesting. Okay, now I want this to turn into a zombie movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had the, the fade things that's just a mouth, so, or a face, so. Oh, my God. The eyeless, yeah. Is that how yeah. you get me? So, but Perrin gets rescued. Um, yes, so by first... Wolfman, who wasn't there. I was like, Wolfman's going to come and save them somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been taken, he gets his own carriage that he's locked in. And then he wakes up and Ashamiel's there and he's like, hello, friend. <laughs> I'm creepy. <laughs> and he has, he says, you know, I'm the guy with the fire eyes. You think I'm the dark one and I'm not going to um, tell you I'm not. I'm just going to imply that Moraine lied to you um, mm-hmm. and talk about how you're a monster with the wolf. The wolf thing makes you a monster mm. and the more wolf you are, the more you're mine. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. a parent, and parents like, Ooh. but then the wolves yeah. come and save him. So we see the wolves galloping down, and yeah, and they and Elias comes and gets him out and stuff. Yeah, it says matter. Like, what about the others? We can't. You need to be able to save yourself if you want to help them. You can't help them from in here. Mm. Yeah. Do you think that Elias went back and saved the others? I think he was prioritizing Perrin because mm-hmm. they're both wolf people, mm. and. Maybe would have been like engineered a situation that if they can get out on their own, great, whatever. But I'm not gonna go out of my way to help them extra. <laughs> okay, so you don't think that like next episode, Perrin will like rendezvous with everyone who escaped? I mean, some of them probably did escape in that okay. confusion. Like he, yeah. he made a confusing situation, probably opened up some cages and then dipped because <laughs> he's not yeah, gonna okay. risk his own neck. Oh, okay, so <laughs> like he might him. he might find them later. Yeah. Yeah. Q. I suppose we'll see. We'll see next episode what happens. Mm. Yeah. Um. Rand. Yeah. Rand's the last little storyline here. So, uh, <laughs> he's giving Logan his like breakfast or something. Yeah. And I love Alvaro Morte is just so good. I love him so much. He's like, where's the other boy? <laughs> Rand's mm. like, I told you. He's like, okay. So when is he coming back? He's not. It's like, well, the other boy g- gave me some wine. It's <laughs> like, we're not allowed to. And he's like, hmm? <laughs> I tried. Does that matter to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, the other boy said I could have this. Like, maybe yeah. I'll get something out of this. <laughs> it's very much like um, you ask your mum and they go, no, and then you ask dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dad might say yes. And if dad says, or, what did your mum say? You're like, mm. Yeah. Or if you've got a, a divorced families with like step parents, you'd be like, "Well, Dad lets me do this at his house." Yeah. <laughs> What's well, that like one thing that comes up? It's um, 
What did mom say? She said, no, why do you think I should say, why do you think I'll give you permission? Because she's not the boss of you and it's, this is a trap. (laughs) (laughs) But you're going, it's like, oh, I can't fall for it. ah." And then Loghain's like, well, are you going to ask me? Yeah. And Rand's like, what? He's like, I know you can channel. I've seen you before. And Rand's like, oh. Okay. He's like, I can literally see your sparkles, boy. <laughs> yeah, you were shiny. You're shiny. Special, special um, snowflake. Then, so Rand sits down and says, how do I control it? And then Logan's like, I don't know. I'd really like a bottle of wine. Yeah, I'd probably remember it's, more if I had wine. one specific wine that's real fancy. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just every, every scene that Logan is in, I just really enjoy him. I just oh, yeah, really he's enjoy watching fun. him. Yeah. Do you think he's uh, completely crazy? I think he's crazy enough to think he's sane. <laughs> yeah. But he's probably him. not all the way gone, but still kind of thinks, you know. Well, he, seems, he seems to think that he's, he is the dragon reborn. Um, I, I love it when he kind of runs away. He's like, yeah, the world needs the dragon. And he's like, eh. Yeah, and he's got these, yeah. Like, wild eyes. <laughs> like he has <laughs> moments of sanity, and then mm, it's like yeah. in, not very often. He's still like, he very calculating and isn't comes he? back. Yeah. He's still yeah. In. He's he's manipulative and calculating, and and knows what he wants. But like also, he's got these voices in his head telling him um, mm. that he's a special boy. And like when he's in his full like, <gasps> I'm the dragon. <sighs> yeah. Um, mode. He like tells him outright. He's like. The voices told me that, yeah. like, I'm the direct descendant, and he and he speaks to me. The voices tell me that that yeah. it's all chill and good, and it's so, like, duh, yeah. So you, <laughs> obviously, like, it's he, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's like he's sliding in and out of like almost a manic state. Mm. Um, not yeah. that he's like full on insane all the time. Can't yeah. make his brain. There's moments where his mind is clearer and he can manipulate and do his plans. Oh, I think when he's in full dragon mode, he still can manipulate very easily. It's just... But he sounds less sane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You okay, dude? less likely (laughs) to believe him. He's less reasonable. Yeah, Yeah, because when he goes into his manic thing and Rand goes, ah, shit, you are insane. (laughs) Yeah. Dang it. Um, And Rand's like, ah, crap. Okay, I'll go see if I can find this bottle of wine. Um, Yeah. um, And so he goes back to the foregate, back to the inn, and we see a little, there's a little bit of exposition about the hunt for the horn. So there's a gleeman Mm. there with his patchwork cloak who's telling the story, the great hunt for the horn, and there's all these people getting, like, branded. scene is so prettily shot. Like, they're all Mm. in muddy browns and, like, dull makeups, and there's the the Karian blues. Who is I love her outfit. She's in this slightly more delicate, um, not delicate. 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 That's that. Yeah, I I made the shapes, yeah. and it didn't come out right. Um, and she's yeah, so she's a little bit fancy than everyone else. She's drinking wine, and but her skin and where she's sitting in the the frame, like your eye is drawn to her because she's pale and like a little mm. bit blushed. She's really pretty. Yeah, she's mm. really gorgeous, and it's like and she's not dirty. Like, She's not dirty yet, and yeah. and none of her colouring is brown. Like she's mm. white and blue, blue and black. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, that that's just really pretty. And then like Rand walks in, and I'm like, you're a bit washed out and muddy. <laughs> like you yeah. fit in the background now. Yeah. Um, 
And I, I just I thought that was real pretty. This is yeah. a real pretty scene. And then she gets him a fancy red coat that's got like herons all up the collars and takes yeah. him to a noble party. <laughs> what did and you think about the noble party, Helen? Like the environment that like the way they're dressed and stuff? Um probably wasn't paying that much attention. Because they're like, oh, they're in a noble party now. How did they manage to get in? Or <laughs> they snuck in. Yeah. Celine snuck them in. And Rand's like, they know we don't belong. And Celine's like, yeah, they think you're like an outland noble and they're like intrigued and, they, and they're and they all so um, obsessed with like politics and manoeuvring that they're just trying to figure out how to use you rather than be like you're an imposter, get out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that one lady that stands up next to him and is talking. On, and yeah, on there. Yeah, she's all like, mm, so she's love her. exposition. Yeah, she's yeah. really great. And I love how Celine comes back and Anvia's like, oh, we haven't been introduced. And Celine's like, no, we haven't. And Rand has the letter, so he, he gets um, him and Celine get invited to some noble lady's house and He's he throws like, it yeah. in the fire. And Anvia's like, well, that will give them something to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, because if he accepts it, it means one thing, and if he doesn't accept it, it means something else, and he's just like, or I can put it in the fire. He's like, neither. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and I'm like, you do realise by not accepting, you're not accepting. It's the third option, like there's something else, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah. just being a dick about it. (laughs) Intriguing, and it's all very... they're very elegant and you know, very posh and stuff. And Anvia talks about how the hunt for the horn is just a way to get the the paws out. (laughs) They don't care about the paws. There's too many paws, so we just send them away on this like wild hunt. Yep. She's kind of got this like, uh, what do you call it? Like, she like knows it's wrong, but she's like too old to change things. Kind of vibe about her. Yeah, she's a little bit cynical. Oh, she's so yeah. cynical. She's pure yeah. cynic wrapped in pretty velvets. Yeah. Um. So, but uh, Celine does get the Galdan in red, and mm. um. So Rand's like, okay, cool, and leaves. And Celine's like, but that's going to be fine. And he's fireworks. mad about the fact that it's all like, oh, it's just a fake though. And she's like, yeah, of course it is. And he's like, well, I'm angry about it and I'm going to be angry and broody and leave you here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go home and be angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he goes and sees Loghain and yeah. Loghain like pours all of the wine out. <laughs> yeah, because he's doing his own power play. Yeah. But he's unhinged, so yeah. it's a little bit wild. <laughs> yeah. So Rand's a bit upset. He's like, oh, you really are mad, stupid. Like, this isn't like I've spent all this time trying to figure out how to control. I've been suppressing it. Um, mm. And then he goes home, and it's not clear. Like he's back in his red coat, and Celine's like, show me, and he's all like wrapped in the weaves and stuff. Yeah, but then he kind of this. wakes up, and he's not with Celine. And then he sets the inn on fire, and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> But she wouldn't be able to see the man magic because she's a lady. No, so uh, like I'm not, I'm not sure, but it, it's implied that that might be a dream, like he's I having like so. a wet dream and he accidentally channels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very weird sort of sequence because she, mm. she's there. It feels real because she has this moment where she's like, she's mad at him. Don't you dare leave me again! And then she kind of provokes him to be. Yeah, it seems like they like that could have been a real thing. That would be something that she would do. 
And, and then it just like cuts to him lying in bed, face up, and he's got With the magic blue, happenings. Like not in a in completely different coat. outfit. Yeah. Not even like naked like he's afterwards. It's just he's wearing clothes still, huh? Yeah. Hasn't done the thing. She's not there. And then he's doing channels, looks up. Oh, it's on fire. Oh, shit. Oopsie daisy. Yeah. She, she comes in and is like, oh, my God, come on. <laughs> it's on fire, man. Yeah. So I can book. differentiate between my headcanon, the story, and the books. Because uh-huh. I have things to say here. Uh-huh. But Helen can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe you have things to say next episode? No. Possibly. Can't remember what happens in next episode except for the very cool opening. Yes. Yeah. It's a cool. Okay. Might have things to say. Remind me. Okay. Maybe you put it in your, oh, we haven't talked about your stream of consciousness, Caitlin. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I got really disappointed early into the episode and then stopped writing new stories until (laughs) Uno got gutted and then I was sad. So you were talking because your first note is, where's my detective procedural? Because I can't quite remember, but I think you were talking about, like, I don't know what was the detective procedural bit. So before um, the before Nynaeve goes through the arches, that she ha- she and um, Egwene have a whole detective procedural thing where they're like investigating and having adventures. Oh no, it's right after she comes out of the thing. In the in the books. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. So in the books, yeah, there's some detective thing. There's going like on. there's a yeah. There, yeah. It was like a whole like third of the book that I was super engaged with because it was a yeah. full on detective procedural. Yeah, and okay, then it yeah. didn't happen, and I, I was you meant, mad. I thought you meant like episode two. There was detective stuff. No, no. Yeah, in the books, there's like some detective detecting going on. Um, so you're like, where's my detective procedural? Yeah, I'm ready and for my detective procedural. And then I was together. yeah, and then I was like. Oh, they got me with the shitty not twist twist because, like I said earlier, it is fully in the vein of like yeah. I reckon this is what he would have mm. written if he'd chosen to go in that direction. Yeah. Not yeah. um, oh, they're they're trying to do a twist on us. I was like, yeah, they've just Yeah. So it got For you. some reason they've sh- they've cut short that storyline. I've been waiting um, for Lan to reunite with her for ages. And yeah. Yeah. coming to the White Tower. It's clearly gotta be this episode. Yeah. yeah. And that's all we got. We didn't get more rain and land except for that bit. Of land yeah, in this yeah. episode, so they're, they're yeah. doing stuff. Um, and then adventures. later, you had a couple of other stream of consciousness things. Yeah, Caitlin. I, was, I was sad about Una got goddard. Yeah, yeah. Ew. Then, yeah. Ew. yeah, yeah, cool. Anything else to say about episode three of season two? Nope, <laughs> there nope. were no excellent hats in this episode. There were no head no, yeah, not there even at a fancy party. There were some excellent yeah. wigs. There were some excellent wigs at the fancy party. Yeah, but there've been excellent hats. <laughs> yeah, maybe there'll be excellent hats next episode. We'll keep yeah. an eye out for excellent hats. Um, yeah. So episode three, Helen is still unenthused. I think you're getting less enthused as we go yeah. along. Maybe next episode yeah. might be. Helen's better. enthusiasm level was like at a zero, and now she's like actively dreading. <laughs> this is a very this is a very traumatic emotional episode. Lots of things mm. are kind of going wrong. Did for make a lot of the characters. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that gets me every time when when she comes out of the arches. The baby's like, not no. there. It's like, oh, you know it's gonna happen, but it's like, oh no, Nynaeve, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> and the acting's pretty damn good. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So 
that was episode three of season two of the wheel of time yay we'll be back next week with episode four and then we'll be halfway through so we're I getting need a we're getting there. <laughs> yeah um we have a new discord server and we'd love for you to join the conversation on all things neat and you can find the link in the show notes you can also find us on twitter or Instagram at Isn't It Neat Pod, on Blue Sky at Isn't It Neat, and email us on Isn't It Neat Pod at gmail.com. All of that's in the show notes as well. And it would really help us out if you could like and subscribe and leave us a review and all those sorts of things. Um, and thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat. <laughs>